you can say mine and I'm fine. With it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christopher. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, yes, uh, I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> um, um, the theme which is in um, yeah my my mind in yesterday and today is uh, forgiving. Mm-hmm. And um, I really want to forgive um, my partner um, for a couple of things uh, which happened between us. And I thought uh, I already forgave him a long time ago, but I realized that this doesn't happen. And now um, I took the time to go again to forgive him. And um, then first I realized that um, first I'm the one, um, no, first I need to forgive myself um, for letting things happen. that worked <laughs> I think so um, yeah and then yesterday and today I tried um, yeah, to, to go into myself and find this forgiveness for him and I now I have the question If there is a possibility to to um, really reach deep in my body with this mm, forgiving mm. thing, because in my mind I can forgive and I'm really good in forgiving, but I I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I really can forgive in the inside. Mm. Without going into the the the, 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 the uh, content, but just to keep in touch with your good words here. In the past, as I listened, uh, you said, if I remember rightly, um, I forgave him in the past, but then uh, later on there was. Some reaction or anger? What what happened later? Uh, Well, no, (laughs) kind of my body told me that I have not forgiven. Mm -hmm. Could could, the question here? There can be forgiveness over whatever, and then later the view may change either the interpretation of the body experience my body tells me or perhaps uh, there is something else or similar which happens from him in this case or from you does either the body or the view confirm that previously you had not forgiven. 
understand? Sometimes you say, oh, I, I forgave. Yeah. Whatever the issue, the suffering, the unhappiness is about. And then, later, could be days, weeks, months, year, or whatever, later, and one says, the view is, I hadn't forgiven there. But a lot can happen between then now. Ah, yes. And therefore, is it always correct to reject the earlier forgiveness? Oh, oh, um. <laughs> 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 if I get you right, no, uh, I don't want to reject my earlier forgiveness. No. no. <laughs> All right. And may I ask the view about needing to forgive or I haven't forgiven said it came out of the body yes but the body can only generate sensations really feelings and sensations yes how do you know that the interpretation from the body was a confirmation of non-forgiveness. Ah. How can you know that? That's how I interpret interpreted. Uh, yeah. um, because my mind says, um, yes, uh, he's totally fine and everything is alright and, and I totally understand him and I totally understand why he's he, he why he did all the things and um, there's so much understanding for him and the, my mind says, yes, you, you can want him again. But my body says, no, I don't want him. Right. <laughs> and currently, are you listening to the mind or the body or the heart <laughs> or not listening anywhere? What? what, what? Because currently, it, it, when you think of this man or you see this person, what's the response for you? There is so much love, but my body still is saying, well, well maybe we cannot maybe. trust him. All right, all right. So... But, but I, I, I feel that I, I love him and I want to be with him, but still there's this, well, there's my body telling me, well, well be careful. So the, the body is um, a reference to sensuality, sexuality, intimacy. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the emergence of that lack of uh, passion, sensuality, energy, romance, uh, there. and then the other voice, voices, is the I have so much love for uh, this. So with these two, you're on the kind of horns of a dilemma. Yes. <laughs> and how old, how long is the, this haunt of a dilemma? Sexually, energy is not there. Love and appreciation is there. Well, 
Uh, how long? Uh, <laughs> embarrassment as well is there. <laughs> Four years. Four years. Well, um, it's it's going up yeah. and down and. Yeah, but essentially, listen. Can I ask? Appreciate you speaking this way. You're not the only one in the hall with this situation. Um, did anything happen four years ago? Yes, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah but many things happened in between as well, and uh, yeah, it's going up and down. <laughs> okay. And up to what and down to what? Um, feeling more connected to him and less connected and more mm. connected. Is the more and the less, is the sense because of his words, his absence of communication, his attention going elsewhere, is it a combination there you're up and down and there's a lot of uncertainty so is the sense it's primarily from you him, his behaviour or his speech or his indifference whatever or the combination what, is there any sense more here, more there or between any sense of this Not really. No. You're in a dilemma. <laughs> not sure. Not really. <clears throat> you live together or you live apart? We live apart. We live apart. And how far is the apart in distance, physical distance? It's uh, 150 kilometers. And how often do you see each other? On the weekends or sometimes every second weekend. Yeah. So it's not intensely frequently, is it? Every weekend or every other weekend? Yeah, no, not, no, not strictly, no. so, no. so there is physical, lives 150 kilometers away, there is some physical space uh, uh, there. Is there any alternative between the expectation on yourself of forgiveness for whatever and living in the dilemma not sure not really whether it, how much is there how much is with you is there any other way completely different from looking at this situation otherwise as I said the other day with these conversations sadly they could be happening next year <laughs> no and that's not, not what I want <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not, not going to wait one more year <laughs> that's not going to happen <laughs> All right. No, uh, I'm I'm tired in this dilemma. Right. Um, 
And then so, I'm sorry, sorry, because you're making some fun. I, good point. I'm tired of this dilemma. It's not going to go on for one more year. So, have you made a commitment <coughs> to how long you will put up with this? It's not going to be one more year. How long? <laughs> maybe I will make up. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mantra is maybe. Yeah. <laughs> End of the summer. Eh? End of the summer. And what date would that be? <laughs> when does summer end in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> when does it start? Anyway, <laughs> September. So the what? Oh, come on, I don't know what's <laughs> September. What's more comfortable, first or thirtieth or in between? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. All right. June, July, August, mid-September. So about four months and something. And if you're having this conversation, either with yourself, more or less, thinking this way, or with him, <coughs> or with your close friend who you can trust and you can talk with, and it's still going on, and now it's come to the 15th of September, 2019, and, it, and that's the date to stop. What will actually happen on that day? What, what, what will it be? I'm going to look back in the time and... Uh, You're doing that already. You've been doing it forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have the thing with I really want to forgive. No, and no. that's the first time here I, I really try to go into my uh, deep into myself and really try to forgive. Le, 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 le. I know it's a nice, sweet thought. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I heard... I... I heard you say in the first sentences I forgave but yeah, then I realised my body uh, didn't so you could yeah, come September the 15th oh I've finally forgiven you and then come Christmas oh I haven't really my body <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean how would you how could any human being know that they've absolutely completely utterly forgiven somebody how could anybody know that yeah that's the question exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, 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 it's an ideal. It's an it ideal. is. It's an ideal. The person's only got to behave, or you change your feelings, your mind, your body sensations, and then another view would spring, and then you're back to the dilemma. There's no, there's no absolute assurance. In this. Of course, there's no. Absolute hundred no. percent, but mm. I'm searching for, or I'm asking for a way that I can go. Where I can, how I can reach myself. I think you're not doing only here, but no. here. You, 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 to be honest, as I listen to you, the reaching of yourself is healthy, confident, speaking up, being open, not wanting to hide uh, anything uh, there telling us, everybody in the hall, what the dilemma is, saying that it's gone on for four years. You're reaching in well enough. You don't have to be uh, concerned with that. 
I'm, I do not, listening to you, regard forgiveness as the wise approach. I do, I do not see a resolution in forgiveness. I do not see a resol- an answer, a solution in forgiveness. You do not see it? No, don't hear it. <coughs> don't th- I, don't, I don't see it. Okay. Therefore, because you'd be vulnerable to moving from forgiveness to unforgiveness, not not forgiving, back to forgiveness, and it will roll on easily. There's more important things in life than forgiving people. <coughs> Much more important things. <coughs> it's not a great but virtue to but forgive. But at the moment, this is the important thing for me. I know. In the moment, it's the important thing for me. Then there are lots of practices which I can tell you around forgiveness. But I can't, I don't have a sense this is the direction. I don't have it. If I had it, I'd be with you, but I don't have it. And can you say why? Because I think you're looking in the wrong place for the resolution called forgiveness. Okay, and what's, what's your idea where I should look I'm when a, you say I'm this is what, not that's the way? Why, that's why I'm asking. That's why I'm <coughs> putting a little bit of pressure with regard to the date. Because in one year's time, I don't want to be like this. Something's coming, a strong voice is coming up it's very in the meditations or in the time which you are here. The voice is in a way wanting to go back. Oh, I forgave before, I'll do that again. And I have a doubt whether it will be resolved that way. And some other way of looking at it completely different. And that's what I'm, that's why I'm digging and putting the date is to check, is to give a little bit more oomph and pressure on you. Quite deliberate. So, back to the question. I don't want it to be one year from now. Okay. End of summer. Okay, September. Okay, mid-September. What would need to take place on mid in mid September if you are still experiencing the same kind of voice that you are experiencing here today and this evening. What would what would be necessary for you? What would be necessary that I am on the same point again? If you know if you are, you see? <coughs> and because it's a dilemma. And dilemmas can go days, weeks, months, years, go for on and on. It, you could move there, then you have a new man in your life, and then it could start again. All sorts of, because there's a dilemma. And it has history. And I think Yes, but I already changed the history because I changed many things inside of me. I'm sure you do. And that's allowing your good openness and, and yes, sharing. Yes, I'm 
pretty much sure that the situation which brought me, which brought us there, is not going to happen again. It's already happening. That's why we're talking. It's happening for you at the moment. So, just a, just a minute. Forgiveness will not resolve the dilemma. It's not the answer. It will not resolve it. It's the wrong response to a difficult, unresolved situation. Yeah, at the moment I don't have any idea. No. That's why I'm asking the questions. You do have an idea, but you can... That, require a little bit of digging uh, here and I get in the feeling there is some avoidance of answering the question about September the 15th <laughs> so let's make it May the, what's the date today? May 2nd May 2nd, let's make it May 2nd what would contribute now to a firm Resolution of this. If we, if if you're willing, you don't have to. It's your, yeah, no, if you're I willing to drop the word forgiveness, I'm there. It's another whole area. What would be a, re a, a resolution? So the dilemma. The perfect re resolution would be that I'm sexually attracted again to him, not to other men. <laughs> well, that would be a solution, but I can't. I I, I don't have a point inside uh, myself, and I can make click, and it's going to be there. No, no. So that is not the resolution. <laughs> so forgiveness is out of the window. Getting laid is out of the window. Getting what? Laid, having sex, oh. making love, going to bed. So, go on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have an <laughs> I have another solution for me, but uh, I don't know if I want to say that. Don't, be free, don't put pressure on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got enough pressure from me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, may, maybe we're going to delete that afterward, but, um, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah my but we have, at the moment, we have an open relationship, and um, till now I didn't... Uh, have sex with other men, but yeah. maybe I try. <laughs> That's one nice uh, one thing I didn't try till now, so maybe it works. Just make it. I honestly do not mind man and woman or man and a man woman and woman or whatever they just have a monogamous relationship an open relationship one has a relationship with somebody else and the other doesn't how it formulates it's not my concern 
I don't have any moral ethics around that. Uh, much more, to me, is far more important that there is a love or an understanding or a wisdom in which there is no dilemma, no confusion, no doubt, and th- therefore no stress and no unhappiness. That's my concern. Understand? So if you want to sleep with one, two, three men a night, and I don't care, or he does, or women, or whatever, more importantly, there is a dilemma. The dilemma has been going on for four years, roughly. Uh, It's still not resolved. The responses which come, oh, if I do the same as he does, maybe that will help. Honestly, I doubt it. Having listened to hundreds and hundreds of dilemmas around relationships and sexuality and openness and monogamy, etc., I still think you've got to go in your being somewhere else. Not not just um, kind of duplicating the action of the of the partner. It might be nice, you might have a great time and it feels good for a while, but I'm not quite sure if that is I'm in your deep sure interest. Either. No, no. <laughs> but, um, you asked for a totally different solution. This is one. Eh? You asked for a totally yeah. different solution. This is one. And yeah, that's <laughs> one. And, and I'm giving you an honest response. Yeah, thank you. I am singularly unimpressed with your solution. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But at the moment I can't find a way out of the dilemma. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Everybody is happy and the dilemma is gone. (laughs) (laughs) What might be a middle way between... Being with this man, it's a pity he's not here listening. <laughs> He'll be having a few sensations. Between, in the polarity, it could be being with this man or leaving him. Could that? That would be a. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, there. Would there be for you another way which is neither staying? with all this which goes on for you and walking out from and leaving would there forget those two would there be another way with this which is not about (coughs) the duality of staying or changing or forgiving or making love with another man or or, or leaving him would there be another way even temporary. Eh? I can't find any. All right. Can I make a suggestion? I, I hesitate, but since we've been going for 25 <laughs> minutes, I'll make the suggestion. Um, as long as the feeling of being in relationship with continues, um, and therefore there is a certain human dependency 
and him. Um, it, it's a situation where the hand is too close to the eyes. It's very hard to see clearly. There's not enough space. And I honestly, genuinely do appreciate the, the wish you know, for forgiveness. Forgiveness stops, I'm sorry, is effective and worthwhile. Generally speaking, for most human beings, when the other stops the behaviour which is contributing to the suffering. Understand? Yeah. But when the other person says, oh, I want to sleep around, or whatever the language which is used, it would be extremely hard in a relationship to have to keep forgiving. Ah, yeah, but that's not the thing. (laughs) Just a minute, slowly, slowly. And what I'm suggesting with uh, here, and we've talked about this over the days. Suggesting is flashlight? My suggestion is over the days to step out of this relationship for a period of time let's say a hundred days let's stop here a period of time step right out of it without communication and just make it perhaps a short once a week or something like that, very, very brief, to give yourself some opportunity for your being to rest the inner life, to really rest, to have a life without this person. So it was four years ago, and how long before then were you in connection or relationship before? Um, another four. Another four years. So we've got eight years there, four years of... Uh, this uh, issues that arise for you and I think in a way you kind of need to give this to yourself so to speak and to really my, my, my uh, suggestion to really have some time out of that and say to this man you've been in this dilemma for four years it's mm-hmm. It robs you of peace of mind. There is a conflict inside. There is clearly confusion from you there. It's not a happy situation for you to be in. And it's going on and on. And therefore, my suggestion would be to step out. It won't be easy, but it gives your heart and your being a chance for some healing to take place through the space when you know you're not going to be seeing him at every weekend or every other weekend and all the, uh, there and it will actually be helpful for him because as long as you're around while but something's unhappy for it but as long as you're around he'll kind of stay around as well because he's got his cake and eat it you go elsewhere. And it's not in you. Over four years have shown that you're beautiful and, uh, and uh, uh, open. Men, plenty of men would love to have a really close connection, but clearly you're not putting out any energy to men. Clearly. 
So it, I, I would say it really needs some time to step out of it, in a way out of respect for oneself here, and to really just have some time in which he is not <coughs> so much in your life and just see, in a way, what that feels like. Can the dilemma be resolved quietly through some real space uh, 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 for you? And, and if there is any major change that you want from him, there's something, one or two things that are really significant and you feel your authority, you leave, you say, I don't need any contact with you, or the minimal, minimal kind of contact. I wish to look at this dilemma. For four years I've been living this dilemma and I need something from you, whatever that might be. Let's say it's commitment, you know. Let's say it's uh, uh, that. And if you can offer that, and I can come out of this dilemma, we have a chance. And if you can't, I'm out, and I'm not going back, and let him know that. And that would be the authority of the woman speaking the truth of the situation, committed to not being in this dilemma of forgiveness and unhappiness or having another partner or, or whatever it might be and, you, and <coughs> find your thought and you let him know that you, you let him know very very clearly you, you are willing to step out for your clarity and peace of mind and to work with it and you are willing to say to him that since he is a partner, he has to change, but you will need to name what it is. He doesn't have to change. Uh, he doesn't have to or doesn't want to? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. No, he already changed a lot. So, then you have to change. Nobody has to change. Well, then you'll continue like this, and you will <coughs> be having... No, well, yeah, well, the change has to happen inside of me, but... That's nothing I can willingly uh, willingly do. Yeah. But I, I really like your idea. I don't know if he likes it. But of course he won't I like, like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> of course he won't like it. Are you? Are you good? Honestly, yeah, I can. I, I can see. I can really see immense dependency on him. Terrible dependency. This one. You've got to find your womanhood here. Yeah. You've got to find your authority here. This is this this is a, this is a leaning on him that he doesn't have to change. I bet he does. I'm I, I, listening to you. I bet he does. Look look at the suffering. Look at the confusion. Look at the dilemma. Look how he's allowed it to go on for four years. Look at your. Wow! Stop. Look at the complete loss. Yes. Of sexual. You, you don't know. But how it's going on between no, us. But I do know you've lost a sexual interest. Yes. Something's, this is what I told, yes. Yeah, something's wrong. And there is something, yes. I know. So in that, I appreciate that. I still stay to the point. Sorry to put the pressure on you. 
because the heart's there, I can, hear, I can see the tears, you know, I feel, feel for you. It's not easy sitting here with these, I know, appreciate. But uh, just to say, please give yourself a little space. Just a little time, maybe you know, a month to a couple of months. Just say, wow, what is it like just to feel my aloneness for a little while? Just to feel a little bit of solitude for a little while, a little bit of silence there, not have this dilemma. Um, um, for myself, just to to, to stand back um, out of that, and to see, and maybe out of that, something new and, and fresh will come for you. And I think, and I think you'll be kind of grateful to yourself for this. You know, and 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 and, it's, and, and maybe, because as you say, I don't know the person. Maybe he doesn't need to or want to or whatever change whatever um, but all you can do is tend to your own change really yes, and, 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 and that, think your respect for yourself and your uh, openness that genuinely is a really good a good, a good sign here but you, listening I think you need some space so the, the woman is alive and the woman includes her energies and her sexuality and her and her her, her being and, and well to rediscover that and, and that's precious and, and beautiful and it's a, and, and it's a pity if it's at the moment um, gone a bit dry, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And that's that's a fine idea, and we already talked about it a couple of times. But he doesn't want it. But maybe I go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it might be just his. The sometimes when the partner, the woman says, "Look, I need to change and some space or whatever," it might be. His, the person, the partner, can't take you for granted at that point, and it might well be it awakens in him uh, an appreciation and uh, a gratitude and a recognition of a blessing that you are in his life and he will not do anything which he which is what love is he wouldn't want to do anything if he knows it, it hurts if he knows it's painful for you if he knows it's difficult for you and it might just touch some, some place where he can connect in that way Okay. Hope so. Yeah. All right. So, thank you very much for the sharing. Yeah. Thank you. Have a quiet minute. Another invitation. <coughs>
Okay. Go on. So uh, I've been thinking about addictions mm. and um, <laughs> how to heal from addiction. Yes. So um, I was thinking that basically if I want to heal from an addiction, I have like two choices. Mm. One would be to change the behavior, and you already talked a lot about how to change. Mm. But you also said, if I remember correctly, in the very first talk, that not everybody has a choice. This was a common misconception. Yeah, yeah. So if our ability or capacity to change or to to choose yes. is limited, then what does it depend on? Is it just our mm. willpower or this would be the first part mm. of the question and the second part would be um, I think that I could basically be addicted to anything like mm. mostly it's different states of consciousness that can be, I don't know, altered or changed by substances, of course, or yes. also by things that I do or that I don't do, like behaviors. So that yes. could also be, I don't know. When, when you came just to sit yeah. and using the word addiction, <coughs> regular compelling habit around something, yeah. were you referring to Substance, alcohol, drugs, or were you? Yeah, referring chocolate to something addiction else? is also a thing. I mean, mm. <laughs> but substances, yeah, drugs, yeah, alcohol, or also. No, 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 no. For you. <coughs> yeah, for me personally. You, what you I, got it. Yeah. Yeah, chocolate addiction, serious one, but also substances I did use. Is that the question now? <laughs> or, no, no, or well, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> there's no obligation to say, but the interest and curiosity, of course, is. In the specific, okay. when one takes the habit called the addiction, yeah. and then what it's in relationship to, could be called chocolate, could be drug, it can be really helpful to name okay. what it is, because the way of working with it might be completely different from working with something else. Okay, I can see actually quite a few addictions in my life. Can, what? Because of the language, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt you, because I have to get a clear picture. What would be, for you, with your experience, an indication of difference between addictions, habitual ways of going to the same thing? Okay, an addiction for me is if I tell myself I'm not going to do it anymore or I don't want to do it anymore and the next day I do it again or the next week I do it again or even though I before I, I, right. I thought I decided or I told myself mm. that I'm not going to do it again. All right. So then I seem like... Yeah, it's going. Yeah. So we'll not, take not to have enough willpower or like not to be strong enough or right, so not to be addicted. I don't know. In the time here, how much has the addiction to chocolate and subs <laughs> substance abuse been taking place no in the last week? How no substances, just chocolate just and chocolate. coffee. <laughs> and actually, yeah, another thing that I recognized, which was interesting, like, I mean, also... I'm, I'm just sorry, sorry. Uh, okay. Um, because that the addiction is a an exaggerated, shall we call it, concentration on something. In the week of being here, um, 
since you mentioned chocolate and coffee as an example, how much chocolate have you eaten? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but, uh, wait, but you think I might be impressed? <laughs> no, yeah, well... Um, you don't have to tell me, but... It, um, can I, I give another example of an no, addiction? No, no, no. no. <laughs> not a chance. No, no, you've got, you got, got to go where it's the most uncomfortable. You can't, get, no, can't have liberation without discomfort. No, but I wanted to give another example. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, as long as you're not forgetting... Also, I did, I did not actually finish the first sentence because no. I wanted to ask if it's just shifting. So if I if I if I change my behavior mm. and I'm then I'm actually not freeing myself from the addiction. You see where I'm going? Like if I'm uh, if I'm just replacing the addiction with I don't know. Then mm. I'm not going to parties anymore, but I'm sitting on the cushion like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course that's better, but that was the second part of the question which I couldn't finish. <laughs> if I may say, the, the question would little, be it's if, it's, if it's even possible to be to live a life completely free from addictions. This oh, was the yes, yes, point yes, where yes, I wanted to go with yes, my question. Yes, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. Yes. Okay. When I when I uh, 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 listen, because of the commonality of the language. So addiction gets used a, a great, uh, a great deal uh, there. But I need, in the listening, to have a sense of what it is, and the regularity. You don't have to say, but the regularity, say, of going to something. We're back to the coffee, back to the chocolate, and back to the week uh, here. Speak, would speaking about the coffee be easier? Okay, it's one bar chocolate a day. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not about the amount. It's about it's not about the amount. It's about um, seeing myself that I'm like telling myself I want to no. change this or I want to change that. No. I'm not going to do that anymore, and I'm doing it again. That's the right. point. Let, 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 um, um, every day <coughs> at uh, twelve thirty, the gong rings. Right, lunch. And I make the, the, the pilgrimage with the good staff, two of them <laughs> sitting here right now. There. And after lunch, bless them, that's why I go there and not here, um, there is black chocolate. What, what, what was on there? To, the, what was that? Uh, the, there was um, some lovely sweets, Indian sweets, which Sonia Yonto had made uh, for me. And what were those things in the wrapping paper? What was that? Oh, after eight. Eight? After eight. Yeah, after eight. <laughs> yes, that, that was there. In a book. And then you gave me, what did you give me? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I know, that those was two. It was, um, um, I don't know, it was somehow without sugar, but sweet. Um, Govinda, yeah. it's called. What's it called? Yeah. Govinda. Govinda. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Govinda after eight, before eight, and because um, <laughs> it was twelve thirty, etc. And I, can, I promise you, I have tasted Govinda, 
And after Ray, what was the, the cake you made? What was Banana it? bread. Banana bread. There, it was a birthday, uh, which is uh, there. Black chocolate bars, and then <laughs> there was that huge box. What was that? What was that called? Okay, so no reason to worry. <laughs> In the, the big box. <laughs> and I, I, I promise you, I have tasted everything which I have been offered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and please, please, yeah. please, Guruji, am, am I addicted? Okay, so if it's drugs, what do you say? If it's, what do you say if it's drugs? Hey? If it's drugs? If it's no, no, we're, we're staying with chocolate because okay. we we both like chocolate. So, what would show it's an addiction? Is it? Oh, yeah, my gosh, I've, I've got to stop um, the star from showing me chocolate or inviting me or, or I've got to do it it's very bad for it's, my I health thought, I'm a vegan I should I what, thought it was the thing that uh, I I made a decision yes I thought I made a decision and then uh, the other day it was different I so mean, the decision was to stop and then yeah, you've well, had a daily bar of chocolate is that yeah well that's just an example mm, yeah. it's not just mm. with the chocolate but it's like just wonder, listening to you, and this behavioural language. Are you being a bit hard on yourself? Maybe. <laughs> Sounds a little, a little bit, a, bit, a little bit, you know, Buddhist monk mind or something. I'm not quite sure. Uh, uh, we get to go through life and not enjoying a coffee or. Bit of chocolate of the day. Going to say that because <gasps> something. Okay, and if something is really repetitive, well, like lots of things are repetitive. Like uh, mm. I was watching myself the other day on the cushion, and I was actually uh, like I had like basically three thoughts that were going around. Three thoughts. It was like only three. Yeah, well, <laughs> you should come in to my room like, and listen to the others. But they were repeating itself all the time, <laughs> like one after the other. It's like you know, one, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three is like. Honestly, you are a bit hard on yourself. There's a hard voice here, and the hard voice has a kind of a little bit. I mean, it's good humour, but a bit of a judgmental tone towards yourself with this. <coughs> I, I honestly. It's not what I would put in the world of addiction, at least from having worked with addictive personalities. It may, it, the problem may be a little bit more the harshness uh, and the hard judgment that are being made. And, and when, we're, when we are hard, there is a tendency to want something sweet. I think if the voice changes, you may be more at ease with uh, the items that you refer to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, can I ask another question? You can ask if you wish. Okay, uh, so, what's, uh, so when, when would you say does a habit become an addiction? Like where's the... the, 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 the I mean, it, 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 it's an important question, but honestly it's a little difficult to uh, answer because of the different uh, personas. 
there. Uh, there. And so what I what I what I um, mean by mean by that is in an addiction which is conditioned for this is that it's a compensation for a lack of some worth in the being. Something feels missing. I want something. I want something which is nice. I want something which is pleasing. I want something which makes me feel a little bit better. So the tendency of the addiction is to keep going to that again and again there. And then the hard voice comes in and which says, I have got to stop this. And one thinks, oh, if I stop this, then that addiction will go. But the pressure, you might succeed, but you will move to another addiction. That was my point there. Exactly. And therefore I say, it's not about the object, which is called coffee, chocolate, drugs, alcohol, or too many thoughts, or whatever. It's not, the object is not the issue. The object is the inner voice. And the, the inner voice in which the hardness, being rather judgmental upon oneself, is contributing to this. But unfortunately the hard voice comes in and it's showing itself, I must stop, I must change my behaviour, I must do something else. And I think it's the voice. Um, the change is coming, it's, it's to come out of the voice, out of the being. And if, and if you feel, if the voice softens, you will be nourished in many ways, and the nourishment in any ways will bring a natural balance with coffee, with uh, chocolate, and with everything else. You're going to that because something is missing. <laughs> the nourishment is not coming in the other directions. And, and, and you've got to see what is nourishing. Uh, and, and the voice and a wider sense of nourishment, the changing of the voice, the inner voice, and the wider sense of nourishment, and you'll find a, a balance, a natural balance with this world of um, the items, the objects that you said. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so let's just have our quiet minute together, please, and then I'll just um, give a short reflection. <coughs>
as we listen to. It's not easy handling long-term, ongoing dilemmas. Not easy. <coughs> and what contributes to those uh, dilemmas, of course, is the idea of uh, the choices to help resolve the dilemmas. And uh, inner life kind of moves back and forth. Well, I could do this, or perhaps I should do that, or whatever it might be. And when something is continuing over an extended period of time, there is the fact of the dilemma and that relationship to it uh, as well. And uh, the confusion or the difficulty is that the energy and the concentration which is needed is unable to come together. Because each time a view comes, how we, it could be from another person, or it could be from oneself, one <coughs> then, because it's uncomfortable, then moves to another view, which feels a bit more easier and comfortable. So we move backwards and forwards between the uncomfortable view, the comfortable view, somewhere in between, and it takes a lot of energy, it's unresolved, and it stays around affecting our relationship, primarily with ourselves first, with the other, and perhaps even further afield uh, as well. And a little bit of the question is what can contribute to the resolution of the dilemma a bringing of the focus uh, together and if one is as it were to move out of either or sometimes in the tradition the either or could do or not do it's been said for a couple of thousand years now it's regarded often as the mind's worst disease it is a dis-ease one is not at ease with life because either or, should or shouldn't, perhaps or perhaps not. And we go backwards and forwards in this area. And to make the change will be a step into the unknown. Because the known, it could be this or it could be this, is not allowing and enabling a change to make to take place and we've got to as they say think outside the box start something completely afresh something we have not done before which is so fundamentally different from the kind of choices so called which are no choice of going backwards and forwards between the two there and that <coughs> willingness to take the leap without being dependent really on the 
approval or the disapproval of the other. Because the voice of the other or of others really can have such an, uh, an impact. I'll give you a small example in my personal life here. Because I've been writing about this. When I was a young guy in my early 20s, I worked for a newspaper in London, a reporter. And I knew, despite the potential for a decent career and da da da, promotion, etc., that it was simply was not fulfilling. So there was a dilemma. Do I stay or do I split? And I knew that if I talked about it a lot with others, the predominant voice would be to keep the status quo, to keep it the way it is. Oh, you've got a good career, you've got potential, you could be an editor in ten years, etc., etc. And sometimes the quiet power comes, not always, obviously, sometimes the quiet power comes, in which we stay with something and live with it and it forces something out of us there. So if I may say, just in, in, my, in my case, I kept quiet, I kept silent about, silent about it and then one day what forced out is I walked into the editor's office with a piece of paper, I am resigning. And then after that, I told parents, friends, etc. And sometimes we need, you know, like Jesus says it very well. In your silence, this is, you know, the Jesus language, God knows what's going on. There. So sometimes in the silence, we let something as a consideration here, not always, but let us. And then we respond outside of the situation. And it takes a, a, an adventure. It takes a step out from. And maybe out of that, in our quiet, in our silence, in the stepping away from, Things get clear to us. As I said in the conversation, sometimes the situation of the other, him in this case, is just too close. It's too close. And therefore the dilemma is pressed up against us. Risk and adventure and change and letting go. You might have been hearing these words this morning. <laughs> Impermanence, change, letting go, renunciation, freedom, the Buddha didn't say these things as a nice idea. He meant it. 
And then out of that, the heart really has a chance to respond because it's not under the pressure. Love will come, forgiveness will come, insight will come. With the um, the voice of addiction, <laughs> genuinely, it's not easy. We live in a culture which tends to feed, as we know, many, 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 many painful kinds of addictions. And it's terribly sad that we've got ourselves into this mess with it, with uh, with it all. And of course, the natural wishes. If I can get rid of the object, keep the object out of my life, it will resolve the addiction. That may be, but the vulnerability is. Because something else is not clear with us. We just move to a fresh one. And in the, finally, in the exploration uh, with all of this, when something is not fulfilled <coughs> in our life, it then, for some people, it's addiction. The movement towards. For another, as we heard a little earlier, it's the movement away from. I don't feel the passion and the energy and the sexuality. It's the movement away from. And for some, it's the movement towards. And in the situation, either situation of the pull towards or the pulling back from, in uh, uh, either case, of course, there will be dilemmas which takes place, but it's a a clear indication. In both cases, something is not being nourished. We are starving. And it's a challenge about what is that nourishment? What nourishes the heart? What nourishes what we see in here? What nourishes the being? Because if I don't feel really nourished, then I'm going to look for it. Or I'm going to contract and feel undernourished. And our meditations and some of our reflections in life is really checking and touching upon. And there are many ways to feel nourished. We don't need a single person in our life. Many expressions of it come to us. Many things which we laugh and appreciate and enjoy is nourishing many things coming through our senses is nourishing including chocolate and coffee thank goodness for that for some of us and (laughs) and more besides there but one knows there's plenty of nourishment elsewhere as well consciousness is not restricted Therefore, to respond to the question, we can know and we can experience a non-addictive life.
Thank you very much for the two people who very kindly came up and uh, shared and so open and uh, honest there and your precious and lovely words uh, are a good uh, reminder to uh, uh, each and every one of us as well. And a big thank you for that. All right, enough. <laughs> Ten minutes to nine. And if the precious uh, bell ringer would... Um, can you ring the bell in 15 minutes at 5 minutes past 9 and then we'll have the, uh, the sitting uh, together and of course as a meditation teacher and I say this may your sitting meditation be very nourishing for you <laughs> <laughs> alright <coughs> thank you Sharing, talk about the daily life. That's what happens in the morning from 9 30 to uh, 11 10, 10, 10. To 11 o'clock. Mm, yes. Alright. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for coming.